Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. You're listening to the West Island Halloween Takeover of the Draft Podcast. You ready, James? Yeah, we're recording. That's on Andy. That's on me. Uh, there you go. What's up, guys? I love it. It's it's like, you guys ready to fuck? I'm already naked. <laughs> and that's how we're getting started, because we got a special guest today. But before we get to him, yeah. let's get to us. James. Yes, sir. James, the legend of Bryington and Bradenton is crazy as shit. James might kill me, but let me hit this bit. His great-great-grandpappy owned some ice cream shops, except it was a front for what was really going on. They knew the stigma that came back then. If teenagers came in, they might get caned in. Yeah, that's a metaphor for sex, but Bryington wasn't looking for that kind of head. The parents <laughs> came in ready to swarm, but good old Bry hit them with the charm. They created a group, adults for ice cream, but there's a reason we now all scream for ice cream. See, good old Bry invited them in for milk and spaghetti, and when they relaxed with the cream, he hit them with a machete. He fled to the border and settled in Montreal, but legend has it, you can find 17 severed heads at the bottom of City Hall. Brian! What the fuck? Hell yes. God. <laughs> I feel like you just picked up, grabbed a thesaurus and like, <laughs> was like, alright, here's my words, words. this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can I, I make these ten words into a story? <laughs> <laughs> One down. Three to go. We got myself, Andy. Let me tell you about this dude from my town when I was about seven. Old dude with extra long earlobes in my head, probably about 167. Year was 89 and Home Alone wasn't out. So I had no clue what real life Marley was all about. Far as I was concerned, he was storing kids in Tupperware, feeding to his friends on Sunday after saying the Lord's Prayer. All I knew, he was pulling a quarter from my ear. I ain't show it, but I was trembling in fear. I went and told my little homies that dude was tripping, but my homie Evan ain't listening. Now since 89, he's been on a milk carton, missing. Old dude came around me, eyeing me like a Brussels sprout. So I threw a right cross and knocked this old ass out. Liner. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> These, these are, are so these journey. are so elaborate now. Uh, it's so great. I mean, for the topic, it's got to be right. That's right. That's yeah. right. We got Drew. Hey, girl, come to my house around six. I'll have dinner ready, pasta, meat, and fish sticks. Drew, that's kind of weird, but that's why I'm feeling you. Well, you'll be feeling more when you see this chef's spoon. Hee hee, you're so bad. Well, girl, don't worry, cause you ain't seen the half. Drew leaves early to pick up Matt Craft and cheese. Can't fuck it up, except he does with his D. She gets there and says, oh, you really made mac and cheese? Delish. I made it with my special spoon. I call it Drew's dick. She still thinks he's playing, but we get a throwback montage. Two hours earlier, Drew's balls deep in a heated pan, giving it the red hot sauce. Now we back, and she horrifically sees her plate filled with Drew's dice kielbasa. Drew grins ear to ear and whispers, I call it creepy pasta. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> what the? Fuck? I was really hoping for fish sticks. What an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a true story. That's the only true story so far. Yeah. And I am we've got a special guest. Special guest. Zach. He likes candy corn and licorice, so he's half a sif, sick fuck. Keanu, don't think he forgot, but you're in some luck. If the year starts in January and you got a favor to remember, John Wick, hope you don't lose your light by, let's call it December. You think those cigs were free? You're going to end up on an excellent adventure, courtesy of Zacky. What you got to understand is the boy's so cold, they feed him chicken noodle soup out of a damn pitcher. For he's a starving artist, throwing heaters with a fever, drawing up some sickening pictures. Shield walked her. Oh, that's so great, <laughs> man! This great. This is like yeah. a sequel to Eight Mile. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it super uh, white over here, you know. I love it. It's yeah. a price drop. Super white over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got Zach Shield Walker. He's uh, I think it, I did say it right that time. Yeah, okay. you did. Yeah. Not Look at that, it. nailing it. Yeah. Um, you can find him. Uh, why don't you plug your stuff? Where are you at on Twitter? Uh, where can the people find you? Oh, you can find uh, you can find my personal uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Zach for Zombies, Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-Z-O-M-B-I-E-S. And then you can find uh, my uh, business website, Sickening Pictures. I co-founded that with BJ Colangelo. We're uh, Sickening Pics on Twitter and then Sickening uh, Pictures on, on Instagram. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. they're they're putting out all kinds of awesome stuff. Um, yeah. The the couple projects you have out right now and what you have coming up, tell tell the people about it. Uh, you can watch some stuff for free. Uh, www.sickening-pictures.com. Um, we try to put stuff out for people to watch. You know, the next time you're taking a long poop, you know, pull out your phone, <laughs> watch something, <laughs> free, enjoy it. Um, we've got a couple different projects coming out. We have our feature film Power Bomb starring Matt Cross from Lucha Underground, Britt Baker from AEW, a bunch of other wrestlers, Ricky Shane Page, Greg Iron, Dick Justice. Uh, so that's a feature film. We're doing a road show with that right now. And then we have a short film directed by BJ called Labyrinth that's just hitting the festival circuit. And then, um, another feature film we were a part of called Death December which is this uh, Christmas-themed horror anthology from around the world, 26 different other directors um, that we're really proud to be a part of. They're making their U.S. premiere uh, at the Anomaly Film Festival come uh, the weekend of November 8th through the 10th. Hell yeah. I like that, yeah. yeah and by the way, it. I like candy corn, so that's the part that's not half-fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Uh, Wes Allen, who gave us the topic for today, which is... Creepy pasta, which I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then, uh, urban legends. So, um, I did a lot of research and holy crap, there's some effed up stories out there. Um, we probably won't run down the full stories for you guys, uh, but we're drafting our teams of those, including some personal ones, uh, especially <laughs> since Drew and Zach grew up in, uh, weird Ohio. So, <laughs> That's right, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The idea, um, the idea of these stories is they have to have at least a community reach. So, it yes. happened in your hometown or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And if you have some, hit us on Twitter um, at the Draft Pod and uh, give us some of your uh, creepy pastas or urban legends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Well, drop those balls. Drop them you balls. Ready for this? Yeah, I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> Here we go. So while he does that. As always, 
Don't forget, don't forget to go like and follow everything Zach said, and also like, subscribe, review us wherever you get your podcast because I guess that helps. <laughs> hey Drew, oh, wow. what's the uh, what's the draftpod.com slash how to listen? Oh, nailed it. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is uh, two times in a row that we had fuckface go first. Whoa. So, oh. Zach, you're number one. And Zach has a seal card, and I believe James still? No. No, I'm out. Everybody's out. Just yeah. Zach. Yeah. Well, you have one regular seal card left, Drew. Yeah, I do. Yeah. He's, yep, I, think, so. uh, I think he's got plans for that one. Yeah, this will be an interesting one um, because uh, I don't really know what you would steal, but maybe Drew will take yeah. something that will be like, no, nah, that's mine. So the way this fell is Zach, Drew, Andy, and then James. Ooh, I like okay. that. Okay. So. okay. So should I go with the strongest story or the weakest story? or You probably want to pick your your strongest first in case that's one that's like highly known that maybe we would have grabbed too, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, fair enough. Yeah, a bit of strategy involved. Or maybe uh, pick your pick your uh, strongest local story just to completely screw Drew. <laughs> that well, t- that the, too. The thing is, Zach is you're from Eastern Ohio, right? Uh, yeah, Northeastern. Yeah. 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 See, we're I'm from Northwest, so we might not even have crossover. So. Mm, and the Northwest Ooh. is way more effed up. It really is. It really is. Uh, the county I was in. Stuff like water around or awesome theme park rides. The the county I was in, I looked up a video and they were like, so there's a ton of stuff in Wood County. <laughs> uh, well, I would, I would have to say then probably the, the, the one that's probably the closest to local would mm. be, you guys remember in the 80s when the Satanic Panic hit? And it was all about like, uh, Geraldo Rivera and Phil oh. Donahue and there's Satanists that are trying to steal your kids. Oh, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. I, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So there was one in, um, Ohio where it was this gal, Nancy Smith and this other dude named Joseph Allen, um, who were basically caught up in this whirlwind of allegations. Like she, I believe she was a bus driver and like he was a janitor at the school and these kids were coming forward with these, prodded stories of recalled memories and things like that. Like basically all this stuff that was later on uh, deemed as hogwash, you yeah. know, like yeah. that it was just unscientifically reliable and um, just, just a, just, you know, kangaroo court and all that. Right. So uh, these two were, were brought forward with uh, uh, allegations that they were molesting children, like basically having these like sex orgy field trips and things Classic. like that. <laughs> um, and it was just like, you know, how were they able to orchestrate this whole thing? Well, oh, she was a bus driver. So you just load, like get all these kids off bus and ah. take them to this boiler room where, you know, they would be diddled in the name of the dark prince. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Diddled>. <laughs> and like, of, of course it was all hogwash and all that, but it was like, you know, you lived in this, this frenzied state of, of, you know, media speculation and, you know, think about the children and, and all yeah, of that. Yeah. And so they were facing these like unsurmountable, uh, uh, levels of, of prosecution and things like that. So they struck deals Ooh, and, wow. uh, basically they went to, uh, prison for 15 years, uh, until a judge confirmed the charges against them were bogus and then had them. Jeez. So, wow. and like even the prosecution though, wouldn't acknowledge this and wouldn't give up. 
Um, so like the Ohio Supreme Court ruled that the judge didn't have the jurisdiction to do this and assign the case to another judge. Um, holy shit. That, like, so like it was this whole thing. Like people basically knew that none of this happened, but there were so many people like on the hook for the public eye and, and, you know, the governor and, and all this other stuff of like, what about the kids? And like, well, this didn't happen. This was, this wasn't real kind of thing. These people spent, you know, almost two decades behind bars. Holy shit. That is, this is crazy. Uh, yeah. This is like actually realism to it. Cause some of this stuff, you know, you're like, no, but this one where you actually have people behind bars. Yeah. So did, did you uh, talk to or, or know of anybody that, uh, was like said they were directly affected, even if you it knew was, they were lying. It was always like that kind of thing of like, oh yeah, I know my neighbor, my neighbor yeah, yeah, cousin's yeah. bailman. <laughs> kind of thing, you know? yeah. Um, but it it was just like that weird thing of like you know something like this happened, everybody's talking about it, and then all of a sudden, just as quickly, like nobody's talking about it, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea. Oh, I like the idea that Satan doesn't want sacrifices anymore. He just wants you to like stick up to one knuckle into a kid's asshole, <laughs> and like, you know, like just give him a little diddle and then send yeah. him on his way. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, if you could give one diddle and then have that diddle affect other diddlers. Uh, and you're affecting yeah. more people than Satan can affect by just killing you. Yeah, Satan's yeah. like, let's just break some minds. Let's not kill <laughs> <Yeah>. kids. <laughs> a diddle lasts a lifetime, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> yep, just ask Penn State. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that was a, it was such a weird time, like the Satanic Panic. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, people were going nuts. Yeah. I mean, there were... It's kind of like Salem, Salem witch trials, you know? It's like the same type of, you know... Yeah. Where it's just yeah. not a real thing and people are freaking out about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. man, I wish I would have asked, uh, so I played, uh, Pop Warner football with Phil Donahue's nephew. <laughs> and, uh, I really wish I would have been into this and, and been like, hey, what do you think about, uh, <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's but weird. yeah, that's, that is nuts, man. Yeah. That's a, that's, so that's a, that's a real one. So yeah, I, a little, um, little like true crime dipped in. Yeah. 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 I like that a lot. Wow. Satanic yeah. pants. And I mean, it was weird too, cause like the teacher, she was white and the, the, the other dude who was black. So like, hey, it was. It, so it was there was like, race involved with it too then. Yeah. Oh know, man. So. so that, yeah, that notches it up even more. Wow. It's uh, insane. Well, Phew. Drew, well, what do you got? I gotta go with. The man this podcast has made famous. Um, oh wow! I'm going with yeah. Scary Gary. Scary Gary. Scary Gary. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for Scary Gary to get brought up. Yeah. Oh man, I Absolutely. wish I had. I want to go up there just to like stay the night at Gary's crib for a night. I'm telling you, next time I'm there, I'm going to take a picture of his house. It, it's such a weird house. It's like a this cobblestone thing. It looks like a gingerbread yeah. man's house or something like. We've had so many people on this podcast that have been affected by Scary Gary. Yeah, I mean, uh, Westgate gave us some great ones, yeah. I'll say this right now. You guys do a Scary Gary t-shirt, I'm going to be one of the first to buy it. Oh, Oh my God, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine showing up at his house in a Scary Gary t-shirt just leading a tour? Uh, Well, yeah. (laughs) Where's your 9-11 wall? Where's your 9-11 wall? We we, we talked about... uh, 
if we do a live podcast up north, we should just do it in like on the sidewalk of his house. <laughs> it was right outside, Gary, set up a table. Uh, I just watched Psycho and it was awesome. Do you think Gary has some Norman Bates in him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Reincarnated. Like, you know, like maybe he like in his in his house dresses like his mom and you know yeah, uh, yeah. just reenacts uh, how she treated him. <laughs> yeah, you know you know Wes said that about like having a ponytail. Like, oh, mother, mother didn't like long hair. I, what if he's growing his long hair so it can be more like his mother? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh man. Sounds like a perfect theory. Yeah, it's probably in the ponytail when he's in public, but when it's at home, it's in curlers and everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we got a, we got a few good stories. If you go back, uh, Wes has some scary Gary stories that were fantastic. And, uh, Courtney gave us some awesome scary Gary tales, uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, if you go back and check that out. So, so, Um, what do you got, Drew? What's what's your, uh, scary Gary story? Well, I was going to say the impetus of this was, uh, it was, I believe, back in the 70s, he was a teacher at a lo- uh, local high school, not the one I went to, but, uh, uh, and <clears throat> there was a student there that kind of went, I don't know if she, I don't I can't remember if the body was actually found or whatever, but he was definitely linked to her, like, almost like teacher's pet kind of thing. No evidence could be proven that he actually murdered this girl. But everybody's like, yeah, he, that's him. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. So he's just, uh, for the last, you know, I remember, I just remember as a kid, he, he would just walk through the town. Like he would, he would just walk, walk around the town every day. You'd see him just walking down our street. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, kind of creepy. Um, my, I, the story I always talk about that I, I remember was, <laughs> It was a Mother's Day, and he wrote into the letter to the editor thing of our local newspaper, and <laughs> wrote in that it was a confession. Yeah, right? no, no, it was it was that every <laughs> every every boy on Mother's Day should sing to his his to their mom, the "You Are the Wind Beneath My Wings" by Bette Midler, <laughs> <So weird. laughs> that's how important a mother is to a boy. Oh my God! So that's Man. that's been a local. I mean, that like in our family, like every Mother's Day, I'll like send my mom a text, like, "Hey, mom, you're the wind beneath my wings." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so awesome when the parents and the kids are all in on it together. Yeah. Oh man. That's the thing about Ohio. Like Dave Chappelle talked about it, like where like, you know, you could go and live there and like, why do I want to go live in like Hollywood or somewhere like that? Like I can go live in Ohio and nobody messes with me. Yeah. And I guess that's the same for like weird people like Gary and (laughs) sexual predators and all kinds of other people is go live in Ohio where there's nobody around and nobody's going to mess with you. You Andy, Andy's presenting Ohio as like a fucking child molester sanctuary. (laughs) What the fuck? We in Florida have the biggest uh, sexual predator jail in America. And I completely Uh, understand that. We got a carny town uh, near Bradenton. So, you know what? Florida's got it. its weird stuff too. Ohio, it's like Florida, but with <laughs> we did a podcast that is a lost episode, and it was a tag team podcast. James and I uh, took on Drew and Wes, 
and it was Florida versus Ohio. We might have to bring that back now that it's been long enough. Yeah. But we just we each did five things good about our state and five things shitty about the other person's state. Yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. Hell yeah. yeah. But yeah, we realized after we recorded it that neither place is the ideal place to live. <laughs> we we were all thankful that neither one of us were Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, my thing about Scary Gary is like, I wonder what it must be like walking through life with that kind of energy surrounding you, like all the time. Everybody wants to stay away from you. Everybody like squirms when you're around. It's like that would be fucking torture. But to him, it's probably to him, it's probably what he feels is normal. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird. I feel like this is the monologue from Seven. Like, do you realize how crazy you are just sitting around jerking off to guns? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, All right. Who's next? It's Andy. Uh, Andy. I think I'm up. So, yeah, I got, I got a couple weird ones here. Um, I don't necessarily have a ton from, from my childhood and from the areas that I've been in, but this one, probably creep me out the most i get that it wouldn't be the most classic ones that there is um but uh i'm gonna go with squidward suicide man oh, fuck that's one of the ones that i fucking Wait, wanted SpongeBob? damn it yeah man um i think the reason that this so this this was an episode that they actually like did you, you know, recorded did you actually read the story yeah, man. Yeah, it's, I, I read the story from a guy that was an editor on the set. Oh, okay. Um, and he was just talking about how basically they thought it was just like, oh, Squidward suicide, some sort of funny like thing. And no, it was actually like Squidward got booed um, off stage for playing the flute or something like that or clarinet. And um, uh, so he was just kind of like depressed and everything like that. And there, they, he said there was uh, moments in the editing where like there was just no silence and he's sitting on the bed and he's like sobbing. And uh, basically then he, he uh, puts a gun in his mouth and commits suicide. And I'm like, Jesus, this is a kid's show. Oh, um, no, like the whole, the whole idea of it though is that, is that the, um, Editors of the show thought that the artists were pulling like a prank because they were trying to yeah, edit yeah, the yeah. episode and it was season four, episode one. And they were trying to edit the episode and in editing, they're sitting around and all of a sudden shit gets really weird and Squidward like in the video, it's like they're, they're watching it in the editing room and Squidward, like they start to hear just like wind in the background and just sobbing yeah, yeah. weird voices in the background. And the sobbing and, sounded <laughs> like actual human crying. They were yeah. Saying. Yeah. And then like all the blood that was represented in the episode yep. was like, it looked like real blood rather than cartoon blood, you know? So it was like all this weird shit was going on in the video and they're like, how, what is this? And then there was like moments where it would like, where it looked like somebody cut in just a real life image of something. So they would rewind yeah, back yeah, to yeah. that and find like pictures Kinda of like, like yeah, like they had yeah. one of them was like a picture of a kid and his stomach was slid open and his guts were like on the ground next to him. And then like, it, like it's really weird. And then, uh, this aired. No, no, oh. this is just something that like fucked with the, the people in the production. Yeah, and the, it's a creepy pasta story, and the story is called Squidward Suicide. Huh. 
It's, yeah. And it's actually very, very cool. I like, I read the story and I was like, holy fuck, that's a badass idea. Like, did you guys ever see the outtake from the Yogi Bear movie? No. no. There's, you can YouTube that and it's like a DVD extra of the studio guys fucking around, but, um, that, that terrible CGI version yeah. of the life movie of Yogi the Bear they made. There's like, uh, he kills himself. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, like it, it starts off real kind of like hunky dory, like oh, hey, boo boo, you know that whole thing, and then yeah, it just yeah. goes yeah, click clack, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get oh. a chance, you know, if you're looking for an extra smile the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and the reason I think these are like even creepier than real life ones is if if so for some of these real life ones, like I don't have any sort of connection to these people, right? Yeah. For the cartoons, like, these are things that I watched when I was a kid growing up, or even, you know, Spongebob was probably, like, more like high school or whatever, uh, high school, college. Um, but, like, when you think about stuff like that that happens, and then it's like, holy shit, it's like somebody that you, like, watched for a long period of time and actually developed some weird sort of relationship, even there's no, though there's no relationship, versus, like, a crazy dude that's like in, you know, Ohio that maybe you haven't had any sort of touch with. So yeah, the, it, it gives a little realism and, uh, boy, um, in three years, my kids fucked when I show them this. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a good one, dude. I, I really wanted that story. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for telling it better than I did. Hey, where's uh, your steel card? Gone. Oh, uh, I know. Damn it. But, there it is. Vincent Price left. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take for my number one, I'm going to take Slender Man because I feel like it's the most universally known kind of creepypasta story. It's been made into a movie, and the movie wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. I liked it, it yeah. enough, you know, to be entertained by it. And, uh, the crazy part of it, the whole thing is that this creepypasta story actually made two little girls go out and fucking try to kill their friend, you know, in real life. Like really? they, like as though Slender Man told them to do it. Yeah. So have you guys ever heard that before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's very heavily creatures. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sometimes these are wrapped together and I, I, don't, I it's not on my list, but like, Something like Shadow People, is that wrapped in the Slender Man, or is that something... No, not really, uh, yeah. Because sometimes I, you'll see it, and it's all together. Yeah, like, no. uh, Slender Man... Yeah, I feel like it's different. Well, Sli- did you guys watch Marble Hornets? No. Uh, I have not seen that. Oh, okay, so if I may. Yeah. Uh, Go for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marble Hornets was started by this by these two dudes. It was a YouTube uh, storyline, and that's where <laughs> Slender Man comes from. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's these guys. They uploaded a series of videos, and it's like usually like them dicking around and, and things like that, and then Slender Man gets introduced in these videos when this guy starts to realize that there's someone following him, someone watching him, and then they go back and review the footage, and then they see Slender Man, and there's like one where like he's in his dorm room kind of thing and just leaves the camera recording and goes to sleep. And then all of a sudden like Slender Man is there watching him sleep. Oh, um, wow. 
Yeah, so Marble Marble Hornets is the birth of okay. Slender Man. So if you ever get a chance, check it out. A lot, it's it's this long ongoing thing. So if you think you're going to get some cohesive story, like a a narrative that will give you like, oh, here's you know, it's, wrap it, it's not going to wrap it up. Right? No, no, no. no. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was this real slow burn kind of thing yeah. of, of of where that was. But yeah, yeah, that was like early internet days, like first days of YouTube kind of deal. Yeah, I hope they got a production credit. <laughs> I hope so. Right? Yeah. You know, like, hey, man, it's where it came from. Uh, give the guy some cash. Yeah. The, the fact that two little girls took the story so seriously that they thought that they had to sacrifice their friend to Slenderman is fucking insane to me. Wow. So, man. so yeah, I give nuts. this, uh, I give this definitely a number one pick. So, uh, where those two <laughs> girls, where did they, uh, come from? I can't remember what state, but it's somewhere up north. It's not Ohio, I don't think. Mm. Man, that, they'd be the prize <laughs> for anybody that likes dating gals with daddy issues, don't they? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I, I need a slender man in my life <laughs> to tell me what to do. Uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah, the, the picture of the slender man is uh, creepy enough to do it for you. Oh, yeah. All those pictures of, like, the photos of, like, the kids playing on, like, the old-timey playground and Slenderman's yeah. way in the background, like, just as tall as the trees. Shit's yeah. fucking scary. Um, and then the next one that I'll do, see, I don't know. The fact that Andy took that Squidward suicide first makes me worry that he's <laughs> going to take more of these creepy pasta stories that I want. But I also wanted to go, I wanted to go to a, uh, just kind of a general urban legend. Okay. Yeah. But I, you know what? I'm going to hold that. I'm going to hold that off. All right. So the second one I'm going to do is another creepypasta story called Abandoned by Disney. Have you guys heard about Damn. this? Okay. I was, yeah. yeah. I, yes. I had that one on my list too. So. Yes. Okay. I had to get the Mowgli? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This, I was kind of, Back and forth between uh, the Squidward and this one. Yeah. Yeah. So this story is about Disney purchased this island in the Bahamas, and they built this kind of like a retreat or whatever there. And eventually it didn't work out. It was cited that, like, uh, their ships couldn't dock close enough to the island to be – Whatever, the planning just wasn't right and it fucked up and they ended up abandoning the island. It was called Treasure Island. Uh And now it's just this $30 million project that Disney created and and abandoned. And you can actually look it up. It's real. It's a real thing. Yeah, it was supposed to be in Emerald Isle, North Carolina, which is for another reason I wanted it because I grew up in North Carolina for part of my life. So I was like, I consider this local. (laughs) So... uh, uh, this guy decides he wants to go check out this uh, abandoned fucking facility, right? And it's all based around Mowgli's palace and the Jungle Book, and it, you know, it's all Jungle yeah. Booky. And uh, he goes in there and he like searches around it. The whole place has been ransacked. The uh, everything is anything of value has already been like removed. Yeah. And uh, there's a part in the story where he walks out in the courtyard and he sees this eighty foot python, like just sitting on like this pedestal and he like he realizes because there was stories that Disney 
when they did leave the island, they got rid of all the sharks in the aquarium. They just let them go and all, all the, I guess there was like a zoo attached yeah. to the thing and they let all the shit go. So it's all just like in there living, you know? <laughs> and, um, ultimately it gets down to this character actor area within the park that yeah. it was behind a locked door and uh, the lock hadn't been broken yet. So it hadn't been ransacked the area. So the guy in the story busts through the door and goes and starts to investigate and finds, and I won't say what he finds, but it is fucking, it's fucking, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the story. I think people should read this abandoned by Disney. Cause it's really fucking good. You can tell the, the story and it's still going to be like, okay, let me read it. Do it. <laughs> You want me to? Fuck. Release it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I have no idea, so I want to know. So he gets into this. Uh, he, he. I don't, don't want to give the whole fucking thing away, but he gets into this fucking room where it's like it's the room where all this the actors, the Disney actors, put their costumes on, and he's walking around this room, and it's pitch black at first, and somehow the lights, like he's messing with the lights down below, and they actually still work, like they're on a generator or somehow they're still on for whatever reason. And uh, the lights end up popping on in the room, and everything kind of lights up, and he sees on the floor in the center of the room is a Mickey Mouse costume, but it's like the negative version. Everything that's supposed to be black is white, and everything that's supposed to be white is black huh. from the normal Mickey Mouse, you know? And he starts kind of going through the room and taking pictures, and he, you know, he waited to take a picture of that last because it was like so fucking weird that he didn't know, you know, was like freaked out by it or whatever. He gets to this costume and he picks up the head of the costume and all of a sudden a human skull falls out of the head. Wow. And he turns to look at the Mickey Mouse. He hears like a jostle and the fucking suit stands up, sits up and then stands up in the center of the room. And he's in the room and it starts to, uh, it says something like, do you want to watch me pull off my own head? And it just grabs its head and starts ripping and like it's pulling flesh and bone and ripped its own head off and yellow blood just starts gushing out. But I thought he had the head. <clears throat> no, he picked up the head of a different costume oh, down okay. below. So anyways, uh, that shit starts to happen. He drops his camera, runs out, loses all photographic evidence yeah. of what happened and gets the fuck out of there. Yeah. So now you have this story. Huh. Yeah. And the island had wild animals um, and homeless people apparently also on it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a yeah. – yeah. It was interesting. The story is very fucking cool. Huh. Yeah, and there was another one that was Treasure Island that became <laughs> Discovery Island. And apparently um, they were talking about Disney releasing the animals to the wild, which didn't actually happen. Instead, they were transferred to what is now Animal Kingdom. Right. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I was just there this weekend. So did you see that pipe? I would just think that if I like, there Saw should Mickey. be a billionaire that buys it all and then like populates it with like convicts that are competing for their parole. I love that idea. <laughs> right? Death yeah, race. Man, so, come on, man. Uh, set up a track. You seem like a wild man. You and Elon Musk get together and and let's build something. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, abandoned I, I by Disney, that. everybody. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that one's fan. That one's fantastic. That was that was one of my favorite ones um, as well. Um, okay, I'll go with uh, I'll go with kind of a classic one here. Um, this is where uh, I think it actually helped out James for us that we were on the back end of this thing. 
um, because we don't have as many local ones. But yeah. uh, the one that I'm going to go with is one that I actually do remember. I didn't remember it. I put it out of my head. And then I do remember this kind of um, from being younger. And the reason I remember it is the creepy-ass picture. Um, and I'm going to take Jeff the Killer. You motherfucker. God yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, and just – the now like the CM Punk thing where he says go to sleep hits even harder because you know now I, I'm like oh yeah go go to sleep is something that like kids were terrified of for for like ages you know so there's so many different Jeff the Killer stories you can find them out there but th- he's one of the most uh, famous creepy pastas out there. Um, just look up the image and you're going to instantly be freaked out. It's, uh, he obviously had to have some sort of influence on Saw, you know? Or, yeah. I don't know which one came first, but yeah. <clears throat> He's got like a white bleached pancake face. Yeah. And like, uh, his eyelids have burnt off. So he just has these big circular eyes that are surrounded by like black. And, uh, he cut his mouth to always be smiling. So like the yeah. he's a real yeah. lunatic <laughs> and his name is Jeff the killer. So you know what he does? He's the lead of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff the Bezos. You guys ever hear that old joke of Giuseppe? Uh-oh. No, what's that? Oh, it's uh, the guy old, Old Giuseppe's talking to a, uh, a, a tourist in his local village and says, uh, Giuseppe, you know, you see that wall over there? I built that with my bare hands. You think they'd call me Giuseppe, the wall builder? But no. <laughs> you see that windmill over there? I helped build that. You think uh, they, they'd call me Giuseppe, the carpenter? No. But you fuck one goat. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love jokes you don't even have to finish. <laughs> that shit's awesome. Uh, he finished in the goat, uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I think I would be scared, more scared of Jeff the goat fucker than Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would too. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> boy, like, all right, Jeff, like, what do you want? You hanging out? Like, <laughs> He's just no, constantly standing in that one spot every day at the same time, <laughs> right? Right yeah. behind the goat. Um, well, unlike you guys, I'm still sticking with local, and uh, kind of close to me was uh, it was a man who uh. It's one of the rare cases that Halloween is not the time you go visit this site. It's actually in the spring, in March 21st to be exact. You go to a bridge in Elmore, Ohio, and you can see the headless motorcyclist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, so as 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 the story goes, the uh this was a guy he he went off to World War 1. Uh his his girl yeah. at the time wrote him all these letters that kind of kept him alive, you know, the the need to come back to see her. He finally gets gets to come back home. When he gets stateside, he's at his parents. He's he drives his motorcycle to his to his girl's house. As he's there, he you know he slowly you know he shuts the engine off before to kind of surprise her. 
knocks on the door and she's there with another man. Oh my so god! So he gets mad. Dun, dun, dun. He gets pissed. He's driving. You know, don't drive angry. But uh, he did, and he gets to this bridge and wipes out, goes off the bridge, decapitates himself. And every March 21st, you can still see him on that bridge. Or you can see one single light going down that road. Oh, man. Yeah. Have you ever seen this yourself? Uh, I, I have not seen it, but have you driven out to oh, try yeah. to see it before? Yeah. I when I was a, I, we always went. And I didn't know. I didn't know till like years later that you had to go in March. Like I oh, thought okay. it was like you know you just go all the like, time. Yeah. Well, we always went Halloween and that kind of stuff. But when yeah. you're over there, when you're actually out there, did your hairs like stand up on your arms? Yeah, this kind of. I mean, it's, it's always creepy. It's, nervous, it's like yeah. when you go to like an abandoned house yeah. or something like that. You're kind of always on. But yeah, man, the, yeah. the headless. It reminds horseman. me of another urban legend called the headless horseman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just picked a fucking more current yeah. form of transportation. Well, <laughs> well I wait till my third pick, the headless uh, segwayist. <laughs> uh, uh, he was coming out of Starbucks on his segway. The headless, headless <laughs> Tesla motorist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, that's, uh, that was, that was one of our, one of our local. That's nice. I like that. Man, we don't have anything cool like that here. I don't feel like. (laughs) We just got Florida man, which is different than slender man. Florida man is way scarier. (laughs) (laughs) Far more terrified. Uh, That's crazy. You know, Florida man, it's a funny idea to pick him as a as an urban legend. It really cuz it's really so true. He's just a legend, man. <laughs> like uh, what? Florida man would have no face because it'd been eaten off by bad right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Florida man is like Negan. We're all Florida man. You know? <laughs> so it's like right. you, can, you can never find Florida man cuz we're all Florida man, you know? <laughs> That's wild. Who knows when Florida Man's going to come out of any one of us at any moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a split personality. Jekyll, Jekyll and yeah. yeah, it's like when the moon hits just right, you become Florida Man. <laughs> it's not even a full moon. It's like a crescent, like a little, it's like a little sliver moon. <laughs> you, hear, you hear like a little slip slap of flip flops. <laughs> yeah. They're dragging an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, all right, Zach, what do you got for your second pick? All right, so I'm going to go a little international on you. And oh, have you guys ever heard of the murder of, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Junko Furato? No, no, I have not. Uh, her murder case was also named the Concrete Encased High School Girl Murder Case. Oh, whoa. That's a so, catchy name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this wow. happened in the late uh, 1980s. Um, basically, she, um, uh, this this gal, she was uh, out and about um, with with her friends, and uh, there's these this dude and a couple of his buddies, and they were wandering around Masato, Japan, and they were in attention of of robbing and raping a, a local woman. Uh, they spotted this girl cycling home after she finished a part-time job and, uh, basically kind of chased after her. Um, uh, and then they threatened to kill her 
as they raked her in this warehouse. Um, but then they decided to, um, basically keep her captive and they just repeatedly just gang raped her for, for, uh, just a long period of time. And like over like a hundred people knew what was going on and did nothing about it. Um, I mean, the, the, the torture was, was insane. I mean, they, they raped her over 400 times. They beat her, starved her, hung her from the ceiling, used her as a punching bag, dropped barbells on her stomach, uh, forced her to eat live cockroaches and drink her own urine. Um, Whoa. They, uh, I mean, they, they, you know, they, they, they burned her vagina and clitters with cigarettes and lighters. Their eyelids were hot wax. Um, I mean, they, they brutally tortured this, this, this woman. And, um, basically what ended up happening was like, she survived this brutality with just sheer magnitude of the human spirit. And, um, uh, uh, they, uh, like this had gone on for, for just months on end. And, um, basically what ended up happening was, uh, they, they, put her in this concrete in this barrel and filled it with concrete and just kind of like left it. And then, uh, the police found the drum, um, and identified her through her fingerprints. And then these guys were, uh, arrested. Uh, but then there was like, they, they got off, uh, with little to no punishment. What the fuck? Uh, like they weren't repentant at all. um, they made a couple movies about it as well. Uh, the, the concrete encased high school girl murder case was one of them. There's a, a song uh, from Indonesia about her. Um, basically like she was held captive for like 44 days. Um, wow. So I kind of like picked this one just because it was a bit more along the lines of like the uh, Castro one in Cleveland, but this one, like this had happened before. And, uh, the reason it's, it sticks much more out like a creepy pasta is, is that people said that her spirit like still haunts this town because people didn't help her when they knew what was going yeah. on. Oh, wow. like, um, you know, like all of this could have been prevented and, and stopped because they knew like how troublesome these boys were, but it was this culture of, of, you know, them not thinking yeah. or, or, or them, them feeling like that it wasn't their place to step in and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, they made a couple movies about it and, uh, yeah, it's just a really harrowing case. Like it's, it's really brutal to go through what happened to this woman and, and how she survived and, you know, how she could have survived if, if people would have stepped up and, and been human beings. But yeah. when was yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, this was the late eighties. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. That's a real bring down. <laughs> so uh, when she haunts, is she still encased in concrete when she goes? It, it's, it's, there's been like the people that have, that have died, you know, either due to old age or accidents or things like that. Like people are usually kind of attribute it to like, oh, okay. oh that's her, her vengeful spirit, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But, I just picture like a Ghostbusters type of thing where like, it's like a thing, like a girl encased in concrete. You can always see her hands and her feet sticking out the block. And she's bumping into walls and shit, trying to get in. Uh, uh, it's such a horrible story, and then I have to make a stupid joke just to feel better about myself at the end. But yeah, uh, uh, that's the yeah, that shit's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, you, wow. you can you can look it up online, like um, you know, 
she she was a bright and shining uh shining woman on the rise you know going into adulthood and then these sadistic bastards just robbed it all away that's that's fucking nuts god damn it yeah and uh (sighs) as you're telling this story uh I see in the background Andy's dog walk by, and it just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like I thought there was like a shadow person there or whatever. Like, wait, what Andy was a that? Shadow was person. Like, oh, it's a dog. And what, yeah. I'm sure it was his dog. It was Erica. I think it was his <laughs> wife. <laughs> I think it was his wife walking by. No, and the dog. Like, yeah, and the child. Yeah. Oh, um, all of them. Okay. Well, well, Zach. Uh, yeah, you got a third one. <laughs> can yeah. you can you top that? <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. All right, yeah. so, um, so keeping in the 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 vein of Japanese, what the fuckness? Yeah. Oh, uh, are you guys familiar with the guinea pig series? No, <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, oh, brothers. Uh oh. Oh. Hang on. Wait. What is happening? Wow. Oh, oh, we just got some weird. We got static for a second, and then it, yeah. and then it oh, went away. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, somebody does not want you to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> you should almost leave that in because of that. <laughs> so, oh. Does this have anything to do with Richard Gere in Japan? <laughs> is this the soundboard coming back to life? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, go uh, ahead now. Right, I think so it's, the, I think they're all right. The guinea pig what? Uh, so the guinea pig film series was uh, the series of like really high concept, ultra realistic horror films that depicted uh, brutal um, uh, amputation, um, acts of violence, and things like that. Um, they're shot in a really like direct video kind of way, which I guess the American counterpart would be the August Underground film series if you guys are familiar with that at all no uh, i think i have heard of that yeah those those are like very much like shot on vhs kind of thing but um the guinea pig series was always like it was lit really well and it looked like ultra realistic and all that um my favorite film that they did is mermaid in a manhole which is this guy finds this mutated woman in the sewer and like tries to turn her into his girlfriend and it's <laughs> a super weird fucked up story uh. but uh, the story I'm getting to with this is um, imagine that you're Charlie Sheen and you're, you know, smoking eight gram rocks of, of, of cocaine and blown lines in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And someone plays what one of these movies and you're so high and so convinced that it's real that you call the FBI to report a snuff film. Oh, my action. God. That actually happened. He called the FBI based on um, Guinea Pig Part 2, Flowers of Flesh and Blood. Holy (laughs) shit! Yeah, so you can can find the clips online, like, granted, to his credit. Do you want to? uh, It's, oh, it's ultra-realistic. There's, like, this (laughs) samurai dude, like, you know, disemboweling a woman and and things like that. But uh, these films were so categorically censored and things like that overseas and then like this only added to that mystery of like what are these films what is the deal with these things like i I need to see they became kind of like 
the Mount Everest for gorehounds to like hunt down. <laughs> and then, it, and then it ultimately it fueled the conversation of like, are snuff films real? Yeah. Like, you know, the FBI like say that snuff films are not a, are not a thing, <laughs> but like, I mean, that's kind of a thing. Like it's by definition, a snuff film is a film that is uh, made and funded for the explicit purpose of, killing someone on film right it's not it's not like an accident you happen to capture it's not an execution that was videotaped or anything like that it's specifically funded and and meant for the depiction of a murder um you know serial killers is is that a snuff film no most of the time it's just like that's evidence that's their trophy kind of thing right but um i don't know i mean that's that's a weird thing like i remember the days of the wild wild west of the internet like Rotten.com. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, When they were showing beheadings and murderings and oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, and people would be like, I remember I had friends that'd be like, "Hey, you gonna check the live stream of so so and so murder or whatever?" And I'm like, "No, (laughs) definitely not." (laughs) Yeah, I remember. remember Clarissa explains it all is on. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I remember maybe about ten years ago, like somebody was like. They were like, oh, did you see the video of the cartel beheading? I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> oh, you mean you guys don't want to sit around and watch one guy, one jar with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one guy, one jar. I'm down for uh, that. But... Do, you, do you guys know that, by the way? No, I do no, not. I don't know that. Oh, but I'm brother. I want everybody to Google that, please. <laughs> so you... All oh. right. We'll post That's a link on Twitter. So we'll PSA, guys. <laughs> Any listener that is listening to our show right now, we want you to Google this. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. And come back. Yes, we do. We, Cash. We don't go. condone one jar, one man. <laughs> we condone. We condone all of it. I don't even know what it is, and I don't want to know. But I know that I don't. Condone I also it. condone blue waffle googling. <laughs> oh God. There you go. Yep. And, uh, two girls, one cup. Language. Yeah. Fournier. <laughs> The word Fournier. There's a guy that plays basketball, and his name is Evan Fournier. His name is Evan. Don't Google me Fournier, because if you Google the word Fournier and check out images, you'll know why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, shit. That's man. I don't think I'll watch the guinea pig series either, but I'm glad I know that it exists. Well, they they did an Americanized uh, revamping of it recently, where it was uh, I think shot in Florida. Oh, there you go. Of course, Florida man. Um, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's links. kind of like these brutal torture films of like, hey, what would this look like if I just drug this woman and cut off her arms and legs and go from there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why isn't snuff uh, part of the horror genre, or is it? I mean, it's the thing is like, is it real? Or is it, it's kind of like one of those last taboos. Yeah. Honestly, that's one of my favorite Nick's Cage movies is 8mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it didn't fall under horror, but I feel like it could. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it falls into like, uh, I mean, to kind of go on a sidebar a little bit of, have you ever heard of the film Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah. 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 All right. So when that I've actually seen that, that one. Yeah. 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 So Diodato, when he made that movie, he intercut like the footage of like the turtles being killed and being made into stew. And all of that and like all the other nature footage and it added to the realism of what looked like this found footage of this crew, uh, down in the Amazon getting captured and, and yeah. beaten and, and, and killed and eaten. Um, so part of what he did in terms of the marketing of that film was he paid those actors and said, Hey, 
go away for a year. Don't take any other jobs. And you're, you know, we're going to use your disappearance, quote unquote. I'm doing little funny air, air quotes on an audio format, but, um, they can say go, go away and, uh, we'll, we're going to use this as part of the marketing. Well, the movie hit and people thought it was real. This was like kind of the first birth of yeah. found footage. So much so to the point that he was taken to court yeah. and, and it was going to be held liable for the, the death and, and, uh, subsequent murder of his actors <laughs> and had to put out feelers to them saying, Hey, Come back to society. Come <laughs> to this court and prove that you're not dead. Yeah, like I, that That's is, to me is amazing. That is that, that is, is the power of cinema. That is yeah. fucking amazing. That's insane. It was like the Italian Supreme Court, right? It was like it got all the yeah. way to the top. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, well, shit, yeah. Drew. Can you top any of that? Maybe. <laughs> I, honestly, it's kind of one no. I thought. I, <laughs> I thought you would have taken. Yeah. Um. I haven't, I haven't been there. I'd like to go there. Um, but I'm going to go with a, a little Florida, Florida man doll. I'm going Robert the doll in, uh, yeah, Key West. Key West. Yeah. I don't even know this story. Yeah. I don't know it either. What yeah. You- oh, it's, it's kind of has like this Annabelle type situation, but there's this, uh, um, the, let's see. I, I believe it was the guy, whoever's house it was. It was like their their kid's doll, and yeah. he uh, nowadays, if you supposedly take a picture of it without asking, bad things will happen to you. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's been like, like but if you ask, nothing bad will happen. So, yeah, I guess that's that's the thing. But if you just take I guess a picture, if it says okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh. Wow, I thought everybody would know about this. No, <laughs> Robert the doll. What? Where did he come? What's the origin of it? Like where? Like I said, it's it's just uh, I believe whoever like there's like a, a museum down there, and it's I don't know, I forget whose it is, but it's you know obviously somebody who basically probably founded Key West. Yeah, it's like you know somehow related to them. It was their sons. I don't know if it was like their kids' likeness or what it was, but it was. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So, uh, I like that it's also a tourist spot where yeah. you can take a picture. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a creepy pasta, urban legend, <laughs> and it's also a nice tourist spot. Yeah. yeah, and nobody knows what it is, so you're just taking pictures, and now next thing you know, you're fucking unlucky as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of that weird documentary, Her Master's Voice. Did you guys ever see that one? No. Oh, it's um. <laughs> So there's this documentary called Her Master's Voice, and it's all about this ventriloquist, and she was real popular. She was on, um, uh, I think it was like Britain's Got Talent or something like that. And uh, she was ventriloquist that learned under this this master ventriloquist who was like, I think, 30 or 40 years her senior. Uh And uh, they had an affair to the point where like she got pregnant, like lost his kid kind of thing and all that. So uh, he dies – and leaves her his entire ventriloquist dummy collection. And uh, he then tells her that he, that she's meant to travel to America to some museum in, I think it's Tennessee, uh, where there's a ventriloquist dummy museum. And that's the whole thing. If you're a, vent, if you're, if you're a ventriloquist. Oh, you want to stop? Oh, sorry. That was weird. 
uh, if you're if, freaking if you're Robert, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was I was hitting my off button and it wasn't go- like lock screen and it wasn't going. Ooh. See, they, there's this is a spooky episode. All the yeah, no. there's a lot there's of, shit a lot going of weird on. stuff happening yeah. that you guys yeah. don't know about. All these uh, ghosts are inhabiting our electronics. Yeah. Like I have a ghost <laughs> on my shoulder. Yeah, but uh, I guess long way, uh, long way scenic route to the point of that story is there's a museum where uh, when ventriloquists die, that their dummy is supposed to go to that museum so that it can live on in some kind of way. So it's oh. a museum full of ventriloquist dummies. Oh. Holy shit. But Courtney would love that. From, from dead ventriloquists. Oh my god, that is so oh, Yeah, Courtney neat. said that's his least favorite thing yeah, is yeah. Uh, ventriloquist dummies. Yeah. So nice. And the great thing about that documentary is, is that along this journey, this woman is having this existential crisis and mental breakdown as these dummies start talking to her. <laughs> and then you realize like they're voiced by her. So it's just her personality coming out and like berating her and all of the poor life choices that she's made along the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's a great documentary. Yeah. I'll check her that master, out. Her master's voice. It was so it goes, fucking creepy. It goes really well paired with, um, I think we're alone now. I don't know if you've seen that one about um, Tiffany, the Tiffany song. Doesn't yes. seem so to be anyone around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they follow these uh, Tiffany super fans. Oh. Um, and like the one guy has has numerous restraining orders uh, against him from her. There's like another one that has decided to transition based on like Tiffany's the one that made me realize that I was really a woman trapped in a man's body and like. It's fucking wild. From one song? Oh, from, wow. Yeah, from, from, yeah. Holy from shit. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, I, I, I think we're alone now and her master's voice. You're, you're welcome. I'm gonna, yeah, I want to check both of those out. Yeah. <clears throat> Andy, what do you got? Okay, I'm gonna go, uh, so this one's kind of a, a quick urban legend. <laughs> Oh, God. Pasta. And I'm going to go with... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with... Have you guys heard of this urban legend of the flashing high beams? Uh, No. Is that the um, gang initiation? Yes, yes. Prospective new gang members are being initiated... Uh, in by killing the drivers of cars who flash their headlights at them. So yeah. what they do is they keep their headlights off, and then the other person, just trying to be a good person, flashes them with the with the lights, letting them know, hey, you don't have your lights on. And then what they do is they turn around the car and then follow that car where they go and kill them. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, and this was out of uh, – I, th- I believe it originated in Oregon – um, and they said there was no like firm evidence behind it or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I will now no longer be flashing my lights at somebody who doesn't have their <laughs> lights on. Yeah. I, I, I'm on the interstate going the opposite way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I, I'm just a road in a back out, back country town. No way. Yeah. I, nope. I've heard of it. I I think it's been in like movies or like cop like a cop movie. I remember watching like they were, they say something about it too. So it's like yeah, it's a well known thing. I uh, think they do this in the urban legends movie too. Oh really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Andy, are you just... Did you just watch the movie and write everything down? I, I did not. I That's a good way to study. I, I did not. That would have been my best way of studying because yeah. you know how I feel about books. Guys, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> so there's this the man, story. There's a man with a hook. Check it out. There's this thing about a rig, right? <laughs> have, you, have you heard about the, uh, the janitor at the high school that uh, molested kids and then the parents? No, the parents... Uh, caught him on fire, and then he came back and haunted the kids in their dreams. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I heard uh, "Stay awake." You yeah. know, you need to stay awake in that. I guess I shouldn't say "doofy" when directly over my shoulder is a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> uh, all right, well, here we my go ass. for my for my third pick. Oh man, I got to get my jabroni ready. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. For my third pick, I'm gonna go with. An urban legend that scared us ever since we were just we lads, the the four of us, and many more. And I'm going with Bloody Mary. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I don't know how many times in my that life. Time of the month. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't know how many times in my life I've uh, had, you know, situations where I'm with friends and they're like, "Come on, man, turn the lights off. Say it three times." No. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to see the fucking mirror turn into a portal to hell and some fucking <laughs> woman come out and fucking kill me. And uh beyond beyond Bloody Mary, uh we actually built this haunted house uh, a few years back. And uh the main kind of attraction of the haunted house was Bloody Mary. And my wife played her in the haunted house. And we had like a drop-down mirror that she would come out of and... We, we, it was actually yeah. very, very, very fucking cool, but, uh. Yeah, the one, the one room was a bathroom and there was no exit. Like you had to say it to get out of the room and yeah. then one of the walls would open up once you called Bloody Mary three times. Yeah. So it was awesome. But, uh, yeah, so Bloody Mary's kind of close to my heart, but my wife is basically Bloody Mary. So when I'm dead, look no further. All right. And she has been, <laughs> she has been known to drag people to hell. So yeah, that's wild. Yeah, oh yeah. And then like, uh, I just yeah. never understood why uh, people would be like, "Hey, say this in front of the mirror," and I'd be like, "So what do I get if nothing happens?" So that's where I would always be like, I would use my common sense and be like, "If nothing good's gonna come out of it, it's not a good or bad situation. It's either a bad or nothing." <laughs> so I'm just gonna not say <laughs> just it. Just gonna not do it. Yeah. There you go. That's well, it's, it's proof that you're not a coward. Oh. <laughs> but now I'm curious. Is there, like, such a thing as, like, urban legend, like, role play kind of thing? Because, like, with the girls in, like, Slenderman, it sounds like there has to be some kind of, like, sexual element, right? Snuff? Like, Bloody Mary role yeah. play? I like <laughs> this. Maybe, maybe what these, like, for instance, uh, the concrete encased girl or Bloody Mary or Scary Gary even, what if somebody just finally... You know, gave him a little dick or a little pussy. And, you know, maybe not the concrete and case girl. She got plenty of dick and that wasn't, wasn't good, but at least scary Gary. Maybe if somebody like showed so him. So we just lo- need to find him love. If Gary just had a little love in his Gary life, would he, would he be able to like change his stripes? Would he be able to become a new man? I mean, if some chick was ready to play Bloody Mary, maybe. I think that's the T-shirt. Or his mom. Is find Gary love. 
We should do a. Find us. We should do You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we the should. legend is, if you go in front of your mirror and say "Scary Gary" three times <laughs> and turn around, you will find a bouquet of flowers that's directly behind you, which is a picture of his face. Can we get a uh, Gary Tinder account, dude? Do you guys I'll know? Do you guys know how big our podcast would be if one of us got killed by Scary Gary? Oh, oh come on! Wait, like, can, oh, can one of us please make the ultimate sacrifice so that uh, this thing? Can it be you, Drew? That's, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Jake can just take over since he was like the perfect. There you go. <laughs> third man. So I can't wait. I can't wait for Scary Gary to like call you guys up and then he hangs up and it's obviously like one of those Garfield phones where the eyes close. <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder what topic we would have Gary on for. <laughs> you could totally rub him in, but like, Gary, we need you to talk about 9-11. And... Uh, Gary, we're doing child actors. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're doing them? <laughs> I'm in. Oh, I thought this was something else. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, 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 oh, it's the fuck party. I'm already naked. That's what you would get. <laughs> All right. Well, and so my for my fourth pick, I'm gonna go ahead with um, doing some research. In this, I found a a top ten Florida urban legends, and one of them I thought was interesting was the Bloody Bucket Bridge. It's in Wachula County, Florida. And the idea of this bridge is that there was a slave that was, she was a slave woman and she was actually a midwife in the town. And she, uh, she actually had her own baby and it got taken away and put into slave trade, sold off, you know? So they, they basically sold her child as slave labor or whatever. So what she did to retaliate was she started to, she was a midwife in the, in the town or, or in uh-huh. the, the slave, in whatever, her plantation. And she started to suffocate the newborns and dump them into this river. She would put the newborns in a bucket and then later, late at night, she'd walk out to this bridge and dump the newborn out of the bucket in the river. And she was doing, she would tell the parent that the baby came out stillborn, but actually she was the one suffocating them because her baby got taken away from her. Whoa. And then she started to go nuts and she would start to see like buckets fill themselves with blood. So that's how it got the name Bloody Bucket River. And she, she haunts that, uh, and this is back in, I guess, Civil War times. We should, we should make a pilgrimage there. If you visit the bridge on a full moon, you can see the, let's do a live podcast there. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the river water running with red blood. Road trip with Scary Gary. (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to do our favorite bloody movie scenes at the river. There's a, there's a flick. He's going to be like, I was going to say, he, He's going to be like, uh, uh, that one Memorex VHS tape I have is my favorite bloody. <laughs> it's just his own murder. <laughs> uh, well, There's a Takashi Miike flick called Imprint that okay. if you get a chance to watch, it's pretty much almost identical to that story about, um, a midwife, uh, taking care of. Oh, really? A very oh. similar situation. Yeah. It was, um, 
remember the Masters of Horror? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was the one that was banned from cable. Oh, shit. Huh. Yeah, so if you wow. get a chance, track that down, imprint. It's probably one of my favorite Takashi yeah. Miike things that he's done, and he's, like, one of my favorite favorite yeah. directors. It's super beautiful, but super fucked up. Like, like I, I kind of had to, like, just sit down after a while after watching that. <laughs> I was just like, I needed just a half hour to myself. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put on some Darkwing Duck or something to, you know, oh, yeah, stuff absolutely. back yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, I yeah. prefer Denver was the, the Last Dinosaur. You I know, was, you, was, got, you know it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> I ask everybody. No one knows it. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Andy had the knockoff version of everything. <laughs> we had Land of Denver. 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 Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, was, Andy, there, Andy? was there a knockoff of Denver the Dinosaur? Yeah, Land Before Time. Okay, because no, I was Land- trying to think of those like the biker mice from Mars were like the knockoff of yeah of yeah. Uh, street sharks. Wait, you're saying Lambo Tour Four Time was the knockoff? Well, I'm saying that <laughs> yeah, Denver's yeah, the knockoff, was, but yes. Lambo Four Time is the movie that. Hey, no, Denver was a skating dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, and he was awesome. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he was. played a guitar. No, I thought it was a guitar. <laughs> oh, it probably was. It certainly was. I got a good one. All right, so uh, <laughs> I want. <laughs> I'm not getting laugh. anywhere with Denver the dinosaur. Um, so there's a place in Asheville, North Carolina, called <laughs> Helen's Bridge. Oh, snap! Yeah. Is that Helen? That is she. Uh, she came around. Um, but uh, so the the. What happened here is, this is so uh, fucking creepy. It's amazing. <laughs> I blame Wes for all of this. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, she, uh, her daughter had died in a fire, and she hung herself from this bridge. Asheville's about forty-five minutes from where I grew up in North Carolina, so feels a little local and. The, so what happens here is, is people come up to this bridge and they say her name and the rumor is that, uh, a lot of them have car problems and their car won't start after they say her name from this bridge. There's also been reported incidents of paranormal activity, uh, people seeing monster-like figures lurking around and slaps, punches and scratches have even been reported. Whoa. So, uh, wow. yeah, I kind of want to do this and see what happens. So what would you what would you call this if you had to title this urban legend? What would you call it's it? It's called Helen's Bridge. Helen's Bridge spot. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you just have car trouble? Like that's Yeah, like your car won't start, but that's pretty creepy if if you know that that's what happens, you say the name at the bridge and then you're at this like bridge, you know, that's in some backwoods area and all of a sudden your car won't start. <sighs> There's got to be, like, evidence to this, too, like, because this reminds me of uh, AAA and stuff could be like, yeah, we, we've had a lot of uh, car uh, problems at that exact spot. You know what I would do is I would I would buy and start my own mechanic business right there, right next to Hell <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It makes Having yeah, some car trouble? You, would, you do it right there, and, and you say, uh, make sure you say hell when you're on the bridge. Something cool happens. Uh Looks like you could use a tow. <laughs> Tell him Helen said, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it's basically the the guy from uh, um, uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Want to fuck my wife? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this kind of reminds me of that uh, Chance the Rapper verse in that Action Bronson song where he says, "Yeah, baby uh, blue." Yeah, where he's talking about all the things he wants to happen to her, but they're not really like, it's just like, I hope your headphones short and your charger don't work. Like, it's just slight inconveniences he hopes happens to his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh I, my car doesn't start now. <laughs> but, uh. All right, well, Drew, what do you got? For my number four. So, you know, he went with Helen. I'm going to go with a uh, nice little old lady named Agnes who haunts the Wood County Historical Society Museum. So this used to be, um, like, infirmary asylum, basically, you know, the house that basically the house for people that nobody wanted anymore back in the 1800s to uh, up until the uh, 1970s. And... There's a uh, little old lady that still walks the halls of this place, and her name is Agnes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. what does she do? She just, you know, haunts. <laughs> She's just there. Yeah. She she spoils episodes of Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> She's always walking around like there's just a casserole out of nowhere. <laughs> Agnes! It's always, it's always something you don't want either. Yeah. It's like a fish casserole. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> fish casserole. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's a really good urban legend. It's just a woman in a building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that kind of reminds me of like the ridges down at Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Because that used to be an old mental asylum, and then it closed down. And when it did, they just let a lot of the people loose. Yeah, they're just like, all right, go. Because it was a lot of the uh, most of the inhabitants were people that were living there that had, um, you yeah. know, anything from Down syndrome yeah. to you know Same manic thing, depression yeah. to yeah, yeah. But they were just embarrassments to the family. Yeah. Like, oh, like she can't be around. And then when they died, they would just be buried with these um, kind of. Not unmarked graves because they had like little headstones, but they would just have numbers. Yeah. So like your resting place would be like, oh, that's eleven twenty six, and like, oh, you wow. find the ledger of like who eleven twenty six was. And so is that why there's so many creeps roaming around Southern Ohio? Is because of that they just let everybody loose? I would, yeah, I would, I would say so, yeah, because like, that was like the late, I want to say the mid late seventies when that uh, when that hit, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. like, the Hocking Hills are just known for just weird shit happening. Yeah. It's an awesome place, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's nice like waterfalls. The, the melon heads and all that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a fun, that's a fun creepypasta urban legend thing, yeah. but I feel like everybody kind of knows about that, right? The melon heads? I haven't the heard melon that. Heads? Yeah. No, I haven't heard it. Bonus! <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, your next pick. <laughs> the, the the bonus being that there was like all these people that looked like uh, Rubber Johnny. Like if you've ever YouTube that video, uh, which you should. Um, uh, There's you. I swear to God, every single thing you've said, I'm like, 
I haven't seen that. And now I have to, yeah. I'm going to have so much shit I have to do now. <laughs> probably more to watch after this, um, outside of the horror movie that they did specifically for me. There's probably more that you've said to yeah. watch that I'm actually kind of interested to watch, um, <laughs> than most episodes I think we've ever had. Yeah. Rubber Johnny is great. It's done by Chris Cunningham, who did a lot of Bjork music videos and things like that. Yeah. And it's kind of like was a little bit of the inspiration of the Hills Have Eyes remake. Where the huh. dude, dudes in the wheelchair. Uh, but yeah, the melon heads were like, uh, apparently like this, this family like running around the woods just inbreeding, um, and just had these large melon heads. Uh, there was this doctor that was supposedly experimenting on them, like trying to wow. re- reverse engineer their, their condition and, uh, just perpetually made it worse. Um, they're just running around being, you know, fucked hard hillbillies. Um, <laughs> fucking wrong turn. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Wow, these are creepy. <laughs> oh, did you, did you look it up? Yes. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely look this up. I, I can't wait to watch this video. Yeah, Rubber Johnny's fun. You should just for for our for this episode image. You should make us all into melon heads, James. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I'll look into it. It's yeah. like you the non fucking cone heads. Do it like do it like the cover to uh, Meet the Beatles with like the four heads. But they just all of us have like weird machine heads. <laughs> you know what it kinda reminds me of? Uh, you remember those cards uh back in the day we had as kids and they had all kinds of weird characters and monsters and stuff like that? Um yeah, the, uh, garbage uh, trail kids. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I kinda yeah. get a, I kinda get a vibe. Awesome. Oh, jeez. All right, Zach, so what do you got for your fourth pick? Oh, so uh, Bud Dwyer. You guys familiar with him? <laughs> no. No. Oh, here's Zach another Zach was the one. perfect person for this. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. <laughs> this was fantastic, Wes. Uh, here's another fun Google dive for you. So Bud Dwyer was kind of like a mid-level politician, and he got caught up in this whole extortion ring pro corruption scandal kind of thing. And a lot of people said that he was the patsy, that he was the fall guy for a lot of people where this money went missing and they needed to pin it on somebody. And he was the guy. Um, so there's all these investigations going down. The DA was getting ready to press charges and he was looking to go away for a really long time. So he called a press conference and at the press conference, he had a couple different envelopes that he handed out to members of the press and he started talking about the case and what know, was going on. I know the story now. Go ahead. And then he pulled out a forty-five Magnum, put it yeah. in his mouth, and pulled the trigger. And yeah. this was all on live broadcast. Shit. I what? I heard this on wow. the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Yeah. So now you you can actually <laughs> find this footage. It's one of the oldest uh, shock videos on the internet. Of yeah. Um, they recently made a documentary about this case and about whether or not he was set up and if he was the guy to uh, take the fall for a lot of people that that he was ready to expose the truth and and things like that. But um, the band Filter, Hey Man, Nice Shot, their their hit single is supposedly about Bud Dwyer. Oh, okay. wow! So, wow. Uh, He's he's not the only person to ever commit suicide live on air. There was another news anchor that they made a, a, a feature film about recently. Um, there's been a, f- a few others like uh, 
there's there's been attacks on live TV of of news reporters and things like that. But uh, but Dwyer was kind of like one of the first and most notorious. Wow. So do you? I, I wonder if this is what basically brought on tape delay more than even like cuss words and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll admit, like, I've, I've watched the video, like, you, like, death, death, like, real life death is not like anything you see in the movies, like, at all. Like, yeah. it's just. It's very it's scary shocking. to me. Yeah. 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 It's, and I never, like, yeah. I never liked, like, faces of death or anything like no. that. I've never been interested in, in watching stuff like that. And I've I always been, but the faces of death yeah. is all, that's all, uh, orchestrated. All that's not real. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, like the guy that gets his arm ripped off and all that. Like yeah. he was, he was like born without an arm, I believe, or he had lost it like years before, kind of deal. Like oh, oh yeah, faces of death, almost all. Oh of man, yeah, they did well, jeez, so funny. Hot tub time machine. Yeah, they did the they did the Arrested Development thing. Yeah. If you want to watch the real stuff, you want to watch the Mondo Kane series, which is M O N D O C A N E. And they did, I think, a three-part series kind of thing. I don't think and, I do. And <laughs> it, but it's like the weird announcer that yeah. goes around the world, and it's like, in Borneo, they eat live bugs as a full-course meal. Sounds like Robin Leach a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, and they bounce around. It's like that weird like 1950s, early 60s like style of editing, like you're, you know, like you're watching old drive-in advertisements kind of thing. It's so awesome to watch Robin Leach host a show like that. I guess he can't now because he's dead, right? Is he? Well, yeah. I mean, the bugs are eating him rather than the other way. <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah, that's my yeah. Robin Leach. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I felt like he was right uh, here with us. Yeah. Robin, are you here? Robin Leach, and I do a good Michael McDonald. Robin, that's are you here with us right now? Robin, tap twice if you're here with us. I'm here, James. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't want to hear the Michael McDonald now. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. I do it with the Rick Astley song, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. baby, there ain't no mountain high enough. That's my Michael McDonald. That's pretty good. Um, Zach, you. you're the first person that's actually had to ask for it. Normally Andy just goes into it without <laughs> anybody asking. Uh, like, yeah. He'll say it and be like, huh? Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. And they'll be like, it. that's Rick Astley. And he'll be like, you don't know. Hey, Michael, why don't you sing us into the Jabroni U figure four? Yeah. It's the Jabroni U figure four. Brought to you by Jabroni University. Uh, that one needs to be dropped. That's, a, that's our theme song for Jabroni. Uh, also brought to you by... Sickening Pictures. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Let's drag our name through all. <laughs> uh, uh, Good shit. Good shit. So that happened what's, this week, uh, guys. What, what, are you, what are you guys watching? What are you guys listening to? What do you, What's good been happening to you? Um, I actually did something like normally I do nothing. So that's why I have music every single week that I hit you guys with. Um, but, uh, went to Disney for, uh, the not so scary, uh, Christmas party for the kid. Uh, Halloween party. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And, uh, um, kid got his first haircut, 25 bucks. I thought it was going to be more. So I'm happy. Um, got his first little haircut and then, uh, as much as Avatar the movie may suck, 
Avatar Land at Animal Kingdom is badass at night. Huh. You gotta check it out. Really? Yes. Wow. It's like, cause it'll, if you think about like the lights and glowing, it lends itself to being a cool environment. Yeah, and there yeah. was like a waterfall and you guys know how I feel about waterfalls. I fucking love waterfalls. It's my shit. Yeah. Andy um, will chase waterfalls. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Rest in peace, left eye. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was awesome. It was a, I had a, I had a good ass time. And then, uh, <laughs> while I was taking my, um, Get taking stuff to and from the car from the hotel, busted my ass. A lady looked over at me and just kind of looked at me. And I, I got up and I did the safe pose <laughs> like an umpire would. And she just turned her head at me. And I was like, <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thanks. <laughs> but I did get a new phone out of it. So, uh, yeah, I got a new iPhone 11. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Well, on that same note, um, James here is throwing a Halloween party this Saturday. And yeah. I got to say, like, we we talked about this, I think, maybe a couple years ago when we were doing, like, you know, what is Halloween to you and, like, things you get, like, get you amped about Halloween. But when that, when that fucking mode finally clicks on the costume that you want, yeah. Like, it's a whole not, like, I was, you know, I had like five different ideas and they were all kind of like, eh, eh. But then I got to that one where you're just like, oh yeah, I can do this. I need to go here to get this. I need to, <laughs> you know what I mean? When you get in the overdrive for the costume, like, yeah. that's the, I feel like that's one of the best feelings is like, oh man, I can't wait. You're in the Halloween zone. I'm, you're in the zone then. And that's, that's kind of my feel good feeling of the week was when like, cause it, ju- it was just this week that I was like, Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. Is it as good as when you take like uh, a pee after you haven't taken it for like two hours or something? (laughs) Well, like six hours, right? Yeah. And you're like, first let it, is it that good of a feeling? Yes. (laughs) Exactly the same. Interchangeable feelings. Are you, are you holding (laughs) what this costume is, um, and you'll release it later or, uh, is it not a surprise? Oh, it's a surprise. I, okay. Uh, there's, right. only He's one, not gonna tell you. there's only one other person that knows what it is. So. Okay, we'll tell the people after it happens uh, what you went as. Yeah, You'll, they'll see pictures. Yeah. Uh, is it Scary Gary? <laughs> oh. It should be. It should be. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Somebody in Ohio, somebody in Ohio, please dude. dress up as Scary Gary we and convince, go knock on his door. Can we convince the whole town of Briner to be Gary? Oh, God. Halloween? That would be amazing. Oh. oh, man. Just don't go to the lady with the candy apples and the razors in it. She's, she's, saying she's been dead quite a long time, Andy. So. <laughs> oh, okay. If everybody, if she's not though. If everybody dressed as Gary and then went and sung Halloween carols on his front lawn, that would be <laughs> the most amazing thing. Uh, or nine eleven tribute songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Just country music, yeah, country music, fucking with nine eleven themes. In your ass, <laughs> the American way. <laughs> Where were you when I built a ladder to <laughs> heaven? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I I went and saw Maleficent, Maleficent, Maleficent. 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 Last night, uh, Mistress of Evil. And, uh, that was, it was decently good. (laughs) 
It was. <laughs> I didn't really care for the first one. It was okay, but I I just was bored with it. But this one I was uh I was definitely more into and uh <clears throat> yeah I had fun. Cool. And I had like a little I had like a father and son in the seats in front of us, and every time something would happen, the father would look at his son and say say. Ooh, she gonna get it. <laughs> oh my he would say stuff like that the whole time, and it made the movie much better for me. But so uh, when you rewatch, really you can't rewatch it. Father and son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there's uh, just two strangers. Sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah, he's just talking to this kid. The kid's like, "Stop talking to me." <laughs> <laughs> he lured him uh, into the movie theater with like Reese's Pieces uh, candy. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to watch this movie with me? Uh, I'll give you free candy. Oh, so- I did. They, they, there's a thing in the movie where I guess like Maleficent's like uh, the type of creature she is. She can't take lead. Like lead fucks her up, right? Okay. So they create these little basically bullets and they're shooting them out of crossbows, but it's like little steel, little uh, fucking lead balls that they're yeah. shooting at them. And... uh at the very end of the movie, you know, of course, it's a happy ending. I mean, that's fucking Disney, so I'm not, like, spoiling anything. But as she's, like, flying through the air with her people, <laughs> I just, I look at my wife and I go, boom, lead ball out of nowhere. <laughs> and and uh, this little girl is sitting next to my wife on the other side, and she just looks at me with the meanest fucking look. <laughs> she heard me fucking say... <laughs> Uh, so, um, I'd have been loading up with Pentac number two. <laughs> um, Andy and Zach, James, this doesn't pertain to you, but oh, you mentioned Reese's, and yes. there is a chocolate or a candy bar called Reese's Outrageous. Yes, and I tried it, and it's amazing. It's got the pe- the pieces in oh. the actual the bar. Uh it's Woo. it's very good. So I, I I ate it and I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell Andy this. So. <laughs> yeah, that Hershey's Reese's thing I had like a couple weeks ago was. Why doesn't that pertain to me and Zach? We can't enjoy no, said, a Reese's outrageous. I said, I said Zach, just not you. Cause oh. You're you're in ketosis. Oh, I'm not yeah. really in ketosis. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, Don't put that on YouTube there. then. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what do you got for you? What's what's you new and shit? what's new yeah. and exciting in your life? Oh, geez, Louise. Like, uh, I just finally finished watching Mindhunter, the season oh. two. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, I can't wait for season three. I know. Um, I, uh, I just started, <laughs> I just started Creep Show and, um, the new season of Big Mouth. Those are both great. Oh, yeah. Nick Creep Show, I love, I've seen the first three episodes so far. I fucking love it. They're fun episodes, but it's just, it's really, awkward that like the creep doesn't do anything yeah i like, know doesn't, I, yeah doesn't speak doesn't like it's like oh okay like what are you doing there <laughs> yeah. um but uh i did get a chance to see joe bob briggs uh, uh do his latest uh tour of how rednecks saved hollywood if you get a chance to check that out it's an amazing presentation that he does he talks um all about how uh the hillbillies have had uh, become Hollywood, Hollywood's newest villains and heroes in the same breath. Um, <laughs> huh. does, yeah. does a real deep dive into that world of cinema. It's That's really, really cool. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. It's great, great, great talk. 
I'm excited for his new season of um, uh, of his show on Shutter. That'll be great. Uh, recently went and saw RuPaul's Work the World tour. If you get a chance, definitely check that out. It's like a Vegas show, like these oh, crazy cool. sets and uh, lots of ass, and it's just bonkers. Um, and tonight, watch her dancing and singing. Yeah, after after this podcast, I'm taking my my girlfriend to go see Evil Dead the musical. Oh, awesome! Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, there's a splatter zone, so I'm like, yeah, I'm actually, <laughs> wow, God, I want to go. That's so awesome. Yeah, and then uh, I have tickets for uh, Monday Night Raw tomorrow. And uh, hell yeah, so, nice. Hell yeah, fucking That's a, baby, amazing, man. Get yeah, I do want to mention this real quick. You mentioned uh, Big Mouth. Um, Nick Kroll has been kind of on, uh, you know, a press tour where he's been, uh, you know, doing some stuff. And I watched a video where they asked him to make up character voices for like, I don't know, six to eight characters. And they just put them on screen. And the process of him working through what these guys and and girls, these characters, these monsters would sound like was so fun and entertaining to watch. Like where he's like, oh, this guy's probably like a lawyer who (laughs) goes to – and then he he tries the voices and then he'll adjust it. He'll be like, oh, yeah, he's probably also a smoker. And and then like he'll just – it's so interesting to watch his mind work. I feel like he's been underrated for a long time. Um, and it's good to see that like he's kind of getting his due. Um, but like it's, it was, it was a ton of fun to watch. And then the last thing, uh, Paul Rudd on the, on this latest episode of Hot Ones is one of the best episodes of Hot Ones that you can see. Watch it. It's a must watch. Okay. Cool. Nice. Well, guess what guys? That was. That was. The Jabroni U, figure four. And now we're back Ooh. to the draft. Yeah. The Jabroni U, figure four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach, you got your fifth, your fifth and final pick of this draft. Okay. So, um, uh, I remember the one thing that hit, uh, and I don't know if you guys remember this. I don't, really know too much of the backstory or kind of the fallout afterwards. But I remember there was once upon a time where you could not find a copy of three men and a baby yes. in any fucking video store ever. What? It hit, it hit and the story hit and it spread like wildfire that, uh, the apartment that they shot this, this film in supposedly the story was that there was this abusive father and this family and that they uh there was a murder in this apartment and where the father killed the son with a shotgun and that that's why they were able to get the apartment so cheap because it was a former crime scene and nobody wanted to 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 be there because it was haunted oh my god so there's uh apparently a segment in the movie where if you look at the mantle mantle piece in three minute a baby there's a shotgun on the mantle and that in another scene by the window, you see the outline of what is uh, a little boy yes, behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah. Now, it's been discredited saying that the outline behind the curtain is one of Ted Danson's cutouts from one of the performances he did as a character in the movie. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, because he's an Broadway actor. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but I remember that that was like this whole big urban legend thing that yeah. just spread like fire. Yeah. And like you That's couldn't awesome. find a copy of that anywhere. That's like, and the, that was, uh, yeah, I, I remember that. And I, I, and if I step on anybody else, I, it, sorry, but I know in, uh, the Wizard of Oz, there was a, a scene like when they're in the forest that supposedly you could see uh, a body hanging because one of the one of the crew members like hung themselves or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I do remember that. Um, yeah, that was. <clears throat> I, I, for some reason, in my mind, like it puts that three men and a baby story together with that Eric Clapton song. I don't know why. I don't know if it was like that, those two things happened at the same time. But as soon as you start talking about it, I just like that tears in heaven. Like that's all they like started playing in my head. But I feel like there was should have been a story with that too. I think people were saying because didn't his kid kill himself or something? Or like, like I think they were saying like that was I I I don't remember. Possibly. I got no idea. Yeah, because that song was about his son who died, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the song, so yeah. I don't know. You don't know Tears in Heaven? Yeah. Tears know, in uh, Heaven. Don't oh, yeah, okay. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you have to do is listen to Delilah. That shit played all the time. I used to fucking love Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I worked, when I first moved down here, I worked in a distribution center, and I worked with, like, they were all, like, like, um, like I, I'm just gonna see straight up thugs. Like they were, like these were like confirmed gang members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every night at like ten or whatever, they'd be like, "Hey, put on Delilah." <laughs> 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 like you, you would walk down like every day because there was a radio. Like every every like semi that came in, like there would be a radio and every single one would just have Delilah on. Like, that is awesome. We'd all be listening to it and just laughing at the weird ass fucking stories people would call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man. Love Delilah. Yeah. Alright Drew, what do you got for your fifth pick? Well. I love that story though. That three minute baby. I've never heard that before. Oh yeah. Yeah, That's I, I haven't awesome. either. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you can find the Google images and see like what people were talking about, but it was yeah. it was a weird thing that was like still pre-internet, and then that hit, right. and like you like all of a sudden, I remember like these video stores were just like, why is there a fucking run? Why <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did it just double its gross? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably just like a marketing trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm surprised more people haven't tried that. Yeah, I know. Well, you, you, well some of the Disney ones probably did. Yeah. Um, oh, that's true. But yeah, but, but what's, I, what's interesting is like, can you remember back to the time frame when you hear some of these different stories and you couldn't look on the internet? Yeah. So you would just be like racking your brain like harder and harder. Now you could be like, you like you can look up in like 15 seconds. Oh, that's not true. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. back when we were like younger and, and didn't really have the internet, we would hear these stories and everything, and it would just sit in your head. Because you had no way to figure out if it was truth or not. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. We do know. We do. Yeah, so I know more than more than you know. Um for my last <laughs> for my last pick, I'm gonna go with 
the most local, well, not the most local because I put Gary, but the second most local thing. And I'm going to go with the Legend of Holcomb Road. Oh, oh the the, oh. Uh, the Cash Allen yes, feature the, film. Yes. Since, uh, yeah. since made a movie about it. But yeah, when I was a kid, man, we, we used to go out there all the time. My buddy lives like around the corner from that place. So, um, well, I mean, you know, we used to spend so much time out there and how does the legend go? So there's a lot of them that go around it, but the main story is a, uh, a angry bus driver, think Chris Farley in <laughs> Billy Madison, <laughs> um, driving these kids around, couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> Fucking boom, drives, drives the whole thing into a tree. He dies, the kids die. Now, if you go to the end of the road, flash your lights, hopefully there's not a gang coming the other <laughs> way. Um, and, <laughs> Some people say like you'll see you'll there'll be like a flashing light out of, or a set of flashing lights coming from the other end of the road. Some people say you can see like glowing eyes in the woods. Yeah, um, yeah. it's all it, like that. You know this story. Oh, like, I did say I actually did see this one when I was researching. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did actually see this one yeah. where they were talking, and maybe someone else has the same one. But yeah, you know, isn't, isn't this kind of like trick or treat in a way? Like that one, the one story in trick or treat. Where the kids in oh, the yeah. quarry. Wrong way. Yeah. Wrong oh way. yeah. 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 That's so, interesting. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. I like, I like uh, that. I, I want to see that movie too. I'd like to see that Holcomb Road movie too. What is that? Is that on anything? I think it's on Amazon. Is it? I'll have to check that out. <clears throat> Support right, Cash so Allen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Support all the Allens. Support um, child actors so he doesn't grow up to yes. be nuts. Turn into Scary yeah. Gary too. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what if like Cash becomes the copycat of Gary? <laughs> what if Cash plays Gary in a biopic? Zach, uh, uh, oh, that's <laughs> like a Muppet Baby's version. <laughs> <laughs> oh Gary, my god! Cash, Cash is the only real person. <laughs> yeah. Has uh, Gary, but everyone in town, like even the student, is all Muppets. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. It'd Who be like it? that movie Bugsy. Like, did you ever see that one? Huh. Was, oh, dude. All right. So you, here's another YouTube for you. Uh, it's Bugsy with Scott Bayo and Jodie Foster. And oh. it's, uh, it's a gangster movie, but all the gangsters are played by children as if they're adults. Oh my God. Whoa. That sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of shooting each other, they hit each other with pies. <laughs> Man, new kid in the neighborhood, you what, know. Uh, yeah. What's what's the one guy's name you guys know that's obsessed with puppet? Is it Dustin? Oh, Dustin Wade Mills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We should get him. We should get him linked up with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bring bring him on the show. He'd be a, he'd be a ton of fun. His yeah. new flick, uh, uh, Slaughterhouse Slumber Party, is a fucking riot. Hmm. He'd Hell love yeah. it. Awesome. Hell yeah. We did puppets, but uh, what? we can find yeah. so, we'll we, get him we on. Dustin, angle. we're gonna hit yeah. you up. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Andy, um, what do you got for fifth pick? All right. So I went to, um, wife and I went to Savannah and we went to one of those, uh, cemetery, like ghost tour kind of things. Right. Yeah. And I've been to a couple and I'm like, all right, it's cool, I guess. Um, hold up. Pop, yep. 
Okay, it's back. Yeah, we're getting the static again. This is so fucking Oh, weird. man, this yeah. is so weird. Creepy pasta. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we went to Savannah, and we went on one of these ghost tours. And there was a story that kind of stuck with me. And it's it was one of Savannah's, like, stories. It's at the Bonaventure Cemetery, which is kind of on the outskirts of Savannah. Um, and it was a part of a plantation. So one of their famous ghost stories is um, one called Little Gracie. And um, in 1889, there was a six-year-old named Gracie who died of pneumonia. Her father was so devastated, he commissioned a local artist to create a unique memorial for his daughter. So it was like a life-size sculpture of his girl, and it was like spot on, right? Yeah. So as a tributor, tribute, visitors would come and leave stuffed animals, toys, money, and uh, people have said they see her skipping among the headstones or laughing and playing near her plot. And it's said that if you remove any of the trinkets... <laughs> From her memorial, the statue's eyes will cry tears of blood. Oh, I've yeah. seen, I've been, uh. And, yeah. yeah. And sounds of a small child weeping will be heard through the, uh, Bonaventure Cemetery. So, um, for whatever reason, that one kind of stuck with me. And I remember seeing all of this, like, old toys and, and all this stuff and, and someone even like put a new toy down there or whatever. Um, but it was like, it was pretty crazy. And, um, all the people that were not paying attention to the tour at all, when he started telling this story, everybody was kind of like locked into this story. So, yeah. um, but yeah, the, some of these cemetery ones, uh, are, are actually pretty cool. Um, uh, some of the stories that they have there, but this is, this was a great one. And it's an awesome cemetery if you get a chance, uh, uh, Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah, Georgia. Oh yeah. My, yeah. my fifth pick is actually kind of similar to that. I'm, uh, I'm going with the haunted St. Augustine Lighthouse. Ooh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Been to that one too. <laughs> so it's, uh, 15 minutes from my house actually. Oh really? Yeah, it's like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, you like may that. be able to smell the cigar smoke from Peter Rasmussen right from your house right now. Yeah. Do you smell anything? I smell smoke! <laughs> uh, they say that the light, the lighthouse keeper, Peter Rasmussen, if you go on a tour within the haunted house, or within the haunted lighthouse, uh, at, at some point you can start to smell cigar smoke because Peter was an avid cigar smoker. And then there's also a story of two little girls that drowned in the water uh, just off the side near the lighthouse or whatever while their mother was renovating the lighthouse. And supposedly within the lighthouse you can hear the cries of little girls. Whoa. Yeah. Which so. lighthouses are already kind of creepy. Just in yeah. terms of what they, they are and what they yeah. were supposed to be to bring a boat yeah. in, you know? Beacons of light, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, <laughs> it's already a little yeah. creepy, yeah. yeah. Um, Life-saving devices, yeah, they're yeah. so creepy. The funny thing is that, so the cemetery at St. Augustine <laughs> also had a good one where they, they talked about basically there was a bell attached to um, somebody that had dies finger, and every once in a while the bell will, like, ring because – the rumor, the urban legend is that the person was moving their finger or something yeah. like that. Well, I and think I that, like, and, and I, I want to say that was a thing because yeah. people were, yeah, yeah. because know, people would get buried and, alive, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being like a coma. 
<laughs> and then yep, you wake yeah, up and it was during like, the plague days. Yeah. 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 But that was that was kind of the thing. They didn't really know that if a person was dead or not, yeah. and that was kind of the fail safe right. because it'd be like they didn't know comas. God yeah. things like that. So Is it, that's like the that would be probably my number one thing that I would hate to happen to me is being buried alive. Yes, now I know how to get Andy in the end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I honestly don't know if there's yeah. anything worse yeah, in my head floating, other than being floating buried in space. alive. You know I'd I, rather float in space all day. No way. I also no want, fucking way. <laughs> there's and, nothing scarier to me than just floating in space with you know, being buried like you have dirt and stuff on you and like you're like Oh no! Yeah, no. You get all claustrophobic in space. You got so much room to play. Oh my god! Yeah, but Andy, <laughs> you don't really at all. Like it, it's insane. Uh, Andy's like, I'd love to float in the fucking darkness of nothing <laughs> for eternity. Yo, Chris yeah. Pratt would come pick me up. We'd hang out. It'd be all good. We wouldn't be alive that long, you know. Yeah, that's true. But you could buried alive. Uh, and before anybody, before you guys or any of the listeners tries to debunk Andy's bell story in the cemetery, just know there's no wind in Florida. All right. Yeah. So zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Zach. Why don't you hit us with your three honorables back to back to back, and we'll do the same and get out of here before anything else weird happens. <laughs> Okay, so uh honorable mentions that I had were um uh just I guess just a couple YouTube uh, dives you can do. Okay. Um have you guys watched Shrek is Love? No. No. Holy shit, is that a CGI nightmare to be had? It's uh, called Shrek is Love. It's well worth the watch. I don't know who made it. I don't know why they made it. I'm just <laughs> glad I'm alive to have witnessed it. It is this bizarre ass fan fiction from hell kind of thing um, put together of of just Shrek, everyone's you know favorite walking on the sun, Smash Mouth fueled <laughs> uh, cartoon character, and just this sexual exploration. I, I highly recommend. You check ah. it out. All right, I am so glad that you came on this episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's so much to, yeah. Uh, oh, man, other, if Fiona's, like, masturbating, I don't know if I can take it. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's close to it, but a lot darker. So oh, Jesus. Oh, Shrek stuff. Definitely be The other one is uh, Tara, the android. You might not know the name, but you probably might know the I Feel Fantastic song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, uh, that, if you've never seen that for anybody that's listening, like those, uh, series of videos of just this robotic woman built in some weird ass suburban home singing this weird ass song with lyrics of run, run, run. Um, I don't know who has that kind of free time. I'm glad that they're building robots, and I hope that that's where they stopped. But. I sent James, uh, Drew, and uh, our buddy Daniel, who does the Jabroni U podcast as well, I sent them a video of this probably a few months ago in our group chat. Yeah, I think I was just thinking, yeah, now I remember that. That shit is fucking creepy as fuck. Right? Like, yeah. And that's that's the whole thing, too. Um uh, 
the, like, I, I don't know where that stuff comes from or what it is and things like that, but it, it just brings out the, the weirdest people when you start doing that deep dive on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely get these videos and send them to your friends and family because, uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to see the reactions you get. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I guess for, for the final one, I would say, you know, if you, if you really want to see like the dark days of the internet, like there's the BME Paint Olympics, there's, you know, one man, one jar, um, that kind of stuff. But, um, there's the, the one guy that did a series of YouTube videos where he was buying boxes from the deep web. Did you guys hear about that one? No. Okay. So that's kind of like been one of the bigger things to do since everyone's like the unboxing videos on YouTube are always super popular. Well, you know, they're kind of feigning because there's only so much shit you can unbox. Well, then people are buying boxes from the deep web. Um, and and then it's like those super word, like, what is this stuff? Things like that. Um, and there's a guy where he started getting stalked by the people that sent sent the package. Yeah. And it's like a whole series of videos. Like there's, there's one, he's out in the, in a park, like on, in like a day in February where it's like, like 20 degrees out and this guy like comes up he's like oh hey i'm a big fan and like he doesn't think anything of it and he's like nobody else should be in this park right now just me like yeah. no like how does this guy know that who i am and he's a fan kind of thing wow. this whole falls down the rabbit hole of of like the dark web and and all that and that's just a real fucking spooky place to to be dealing with but, yeah that's weird but yeah those those videos of the dark web it's uh it's pretty interesting uh, stuff to, to check out. And I mean, if, if that's what you want to play with and, and get into, I mean, uh, I mean, I know the FBI is starting to crack down on that. Like, I don't know if you guys heard about the, the welcome to bust recently. Uh-uh. No. Oh, so welcome to was a website that was, um, prolific in terms of child exploitation and, and pornography and all that. And it was on the dark web. Well, it's a good thing. Uh, none of us like, know about that then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I know about it, is 4chan. So it's a yeah. hashtag, hashtag welcome to instead of me to. Yeah, kind of, it was, um, but they, it got seized and now there's like a big, a big investigation of how far that networks and, wow. and spider webs out and things wow. like that. And that's a real interesting case to follow because no one's talking about it. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. That, yeah, that is weird. That's yeah, I haven't weird. heard anything about that, so um, I don't want to start the conversation. Though, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. Dude, <laughs> the, the dark web, man. It's 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 a. Weird I don't even know place. how you get to the dark web. You know what I'm saying? You turn the lights off first, and then <laughs> you say Bloody Mary three times. <laughs> <laughs> you connect to the IT, and then you, actually, you turn off the lights and say Ask Jeeves three times. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's what uh that's what the incognito mode on on google is it's just the dark web <laughs> <laughs> crap i use that all the time uh what are you using it for andy cash <laughs> not like not like cash allen not like cash money like c-a-c-h-e the website issues where sometimes things don't update so you have to go to the uh, incognito version i got gotcha. you yeah. yeah. Yeah, delete your sure ca- delete your CAC. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Drew, what do you got for your three? Well, my original goal was just do things I've been to, but since Robert was still out there, I had to take that. So 
my honorables were going to be three places that I really want to go to. Um, okay. The first one is the Winchester House. Like it, it's like super famous. Yeah. Um, but I, I I've always loved this story of just this lady just keeps remodeling corridors to nowhere yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um, house changing by itself, all that kind of stuff. Um, the next one is the Lizzie Borden House. I don't know why. Like I've just always like. That was like one of the most interesting story to me is this twelve year old girl that hacks up her family, um, and then uh, but they, that's now like a it's like a B and B you can go stay at now. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that, uh, that would be like a really cool like adventure spot. Um, and the third roommate. one, huh? Your roommate. My roommate. That story. That should be your third one. Oh, your roommate story? <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't bring it back up. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The person that uh, was a psychopath and you didn't know it and you were living with him? Or your friend was living oh, with him? Oh, my friend was living with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, like the murder guy. The, yeah. 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 Jim's. Yeah, Jim yeah. Jay Knox's roommate. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's how we came up with not Eskimo <laughs> Brothers. What was it? Wolfpack. Oh, sled dogs. The sled, sled dogs. dogs yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and then the third one is the uh, Showman's Rest, which is a cemetery in Chicago of these circus performers that died, and they were all kind of buried together. And now, like, they say you can hear like elephants in the, like at night and oh, like, really? all the because it was it was like the animal the menagerie was part of it too. Like, there's so much and like. Most of the people are like unknown male, unknown female, because you know everybody would just run away and nobody went by their actual names. Yeah, oh, like it right, was just right. like, oh, Stumpy, get over here. Like nobody knew their actual name, so it's like just all these plots of dead circus performers. Oh yeah, because uh, the the train I think believe caught fire or something like that. And, Holy uh, shit! Yeah, that's but cool. It, it's it, they say it's haunted, so you can you see or you'll hear like a. Old circus, uh, like a stagecoach or something like that, rolling around too. Oh, sweet! Yeah, so. hell yeah, I'll go there. Man, circuses are so crazy. I love the sound. I, I love the sound of the circus. I'll go yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> and right, the first one I'm gonna go with is the Ewok Sex Dungeon. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> this uh, lady posted about a trip where she went through an abandoned house next door. That featured two life-size Ewok suits that had the crotches cut out in deliberate fashion. (laughs) I think that's cool. Uh, I think that's Is that an urban legend? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) I want to stay at that Airbnb. Uh, uh, That's a urban legend. (laughs) So just Google Ewok sex dungeon and, and you'll see some more on that. Um, this next one, Dead Girlfriends Love Facebook. This is awesome. Um, basically it's an ex-lover haunting their, um, their ex from beyond the grave, like, uh, tagging themselves in pictures of that ex and they're not even alive anymore. Oh, um, yeah. That's an interesting idea. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, that one's, uh, I think very, very cool. Uh, what's Zuckerberg doing about you? that? Yeah. What you doing, <laughs> fucker bird? <laughs> Um, and then the last one I'm going to go with is, is kind of local to, um, uh, Bradenton in a way, the sunshine skyway ghost. So, um, 
yeah, legend of, uh, there was someone that jumped over and, uh, people have seen this, uh, beautiful blonde hitchhiker on the bridge. And when they pick her up, she begins to cry as the car approaches the top of the, the bridge. The driver turns around to ask what's wrong and the woman's gone. Um, but yeah, so the Skyway, go to, if you go to skywayjumpers.com, you can see all like the people report when the suicides happen. I've legit seen somebody run across the Skyway, um, a couple cars in front of me because I used to drive it every day to work. Um, yeah, so the Skyway Bridge has some crazy stories. It's um, like a magnet for suicides. Like, it yeah, it's one of the top suicide places in America. Um, yeah, I know, unfortunately, I know a couple people who've had a loved one, uh, go up there and do their thing, but, um, yeah, man, it's, Skyway Jumpers, uh, it's a crazy place. Alright, well, since I actually have that already typed in on my audibles, <laughs> I'll change it real quick. <laughs> I, uh, okay, so, in Savannah, I recently went to Savannah, and I had gone before, but uh, we revisited this place. Me and my wife went to the Pirate's House, which is a restaurant, and yeah. within the Pirate's House, there is this, uh it's like a well, but the well has been filled in, but they say that the well was actually, it was never actually a well, it was really just a tunnel, the Pirates would, would climb down a rope to go in, and then there was like a series of tunnels underneath the place where they could get out. So it was like, it was basically pirates came to this place originally when, yeah. when pirates existed <laughs> and, uh, well, I guess they still exist. Pirates in a way. The form still exists. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they, they would go to this place and they would be able to like drink and be merry. But then when shit hit the fan or the people started coming for them, they could, they could duck down into these tunnels. And you hear about, uh, in the place they talk about how they can hear moans and stuff from like the back room and, uh, sounds of clanking chains, shit, you know, yeah. pirate shit, bunch of pirate shit. Uh, second, I'm going to go with in Manatee County, there was a scare of this guy. And I had talked about this with people in the past who have said, yeah, we had one of those in my town too. So I think that this is really just a nationwide thing where everybody has a Chester, the molester. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't think, uh, Chester the molester isn't necessarily real, like a real guy named Chester, but yeah, I think ours that. Is named Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. I think that, that, that this was created to get kids aware of the idea that, hey, there's people out there that want to touch your dick. Or, yeah, Chester or other was, parts. Uh, brought to you by the government. <laughs> cool. I, th- yeah. I think that's, I think that's definitely yeah. what happened. Chester was brought um, by the government, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and we uh, all had a middle school PE teacher that, you know. <laughs> That's right. And then finally, I'm going to go with the, uh, what is this? This is the story of the elastic ball sack man. And they say that, <laughs> they say. Was he a gym teacher too? <laughs> well, no, it's, uh, it's a redheaded fellow that was spotted in Walmart at one point and, uh, <laughs> Somebody ran by and pantsed him, and his balls were longer than any balls known in existence. So it's just kind of uh, one of those things that just you're, built in truth. Yeah, truth exactly. Yeah. So if you're in Walmart in the bike section in Bradenton, Florida, on Cortez Road in the bicycle section, sometimes you can hear the sound of balls dragging across the tile. 
or the elastic <laughs> sound of a boy, like a rubber band boing just from when like the a, balls fell out of the pants. So, oh god, and I thought working at Walmart was scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, that's the man. honest to god truth. Yeah. See, so you guys are afraid of Splendor Man. I'm afraid of Elastic Man. <laughs> uh, All right. Anybody want to do any drops or anything? Or no. everybody feel good? I don't even, yeah. No. Uh, no. I want to get this over. Actually, with you know I what? Die. Yeah, I'm gonna add drop. Oh uh, fuck! All right. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Okay, so I'm the only one? All right. Well, I'm going to add drop uh, Helen, and let me get Elastic Man. (laughs) 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 I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to add drop. Oh, oh, he was. We should have. Oh, we should have dropped yeah. balls. Were you going to take Elastic Man? Because uh, then we'll have to drop the balls <laughs> uh, again. You know what? I'll, 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 I'll take back the uh, the Satanic Panic one because there's a more interesting one about Ohio that I forgot when we were talking about uh, off off air about um, the uh, the Loveland Frog. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You actually have to, whenever you do an ad drop, you have to pull from the honorable mentions. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Well, then, then I'll, um, I'll, t- I'll take Tara the Android back then. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll do, uh, look up Loveland Frog in Ohio folklore. That's, uh, apparently there are four feet tall frogmen running around. Uh, oh, man. Uh, creeping people out. Dude, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh apparently they've been spotted by police uh as early 70s these things running around like frogmen. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Have you ever heard of dog people? Have you heard yeah, of- yeah. Yeah, that's like a new thing. There's a guy I listen to Howard Stern show and there's a guy that calls into Howard Stern all the time tell like warning Howard of the dangers of dog people. And he's yeah. he's real. Oh. Well, the guy's huh. real. <laughs> so werewolves? <laughs> They just have the heads of dogs. Huh. Not even like werewolves. It's not like a scary thing. They like a basset hound head. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. hilarious though. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right guys. Yeah. Well, uh, through my coughing and my dry throat from being sick, <laughs> I'll try to, uh, give everybody, these are our teams. Well, actually, you know what? Before I do this, Zach, why don't you go ahead and pitch uh, tell us where you where we can get you again at Sickening Pictures on Twitter. Yeah, you can find us uh, at Sickening Pics on Twitter, at Sickening Pictures on Instagram. You can watch a bunch of free stuff and keep up to date on sickening-pictures.com. Uh, watch some stuff. Let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. Tweet at me. Um, I'm at Zach for Zombies on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I love talking weird stuff. As you can tell by this episode, yeah. so. dude, you're amazing. Yeah, dude, I can. I know that you're an amazing horror director just based on the fact that all the things mm-hmm. that you've pulled and told us about today. My God. Yeah, so, so. definitely check out all of their work and uh, follow Zach on uh, Twitter. He's a great follow. Um, he has no shortage of information, as he has seventy eight thousand tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. And we've really, uh, we've really enjoyed uh, working, working with, uh, Sickening Picks and you guys, you know, yeah, doing things. Yeah, definitely appreciate yeah. all the support. And yeah. I mean, I, 
it's been it's been a blast to have you guys in our corner. So yeah, hell yeah. All right, so here we go, guys. These are our teams of creepy pasta slash urban legends for Zach's team of creepy pasta slash urban legends. Number one, Terra the Android. Number two, Junko Furuto, the concrete encased girl. Number three, I'm gonna cough again. <laughs> God, that's disgusting. Number three, Guinea Pig. Right yeah, I know. <laughs> Guinea Pig series, number four, Bud Dwyer, and number five, Three Men and a Baby, Murder in the Film Location. Go check it out. For Drew's team of Creepypasta slash Urban Legends, number one, Scary Fucking Gary. Number two, Headless Motorcyclist. Number three, Robert the Doll. Number four, Agnes. She's just there, guys. And number five, Legend of Holcomb Road. And for, to cash out. <laughs> and for Andy's team of Creepypasta slash Urban Legends, number one, Squidward Suicide. Number two, Jeff the Killer. Number three, High Beams. <laughs> Don't be flashing your <laughs> High Beams, you're going to die. Number four, Elastic Ballsack Man. And number five, Savannah Dead Girl. <laughs> the Bond Adventure Cemetery. Uh, bon Adventure, yeah. And for James's team of creepypasta slash urban legends number one slender man number two abandoned by disney number three bloody mary number four bloody bucket river and number five the saint augustine lighthouse man that was, that was, that was awesome man that was that was good yeah yeah there is a whole lot of googling and youtubing um, that, that, uh, can be done. I'm definitely going to do a lot of it, James. I know you are, yeah. uh, listeners, uh, definitely check some of this stuff out, especially during this time of the year. Um, you know, you've probably seen so many movies that, Hey, just pull up an article every once in a while. So you can, uh, tell it around uh Thanksgiving dinner or something, you know, this November. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. That's a yeah. lot of cool, scary shit. Thanks a lot, Zach, man. Yeah. This is awesome. Dad, thanks for having me. It was a blast. Hell yeah. All right. And with that, I say stay cool, everybody.